Hello everyone and welcome to episode 14 of the Dirty Side of the Grid podcast where we've turned up late to qualifying but because we invented the tracks we have been allowed to move ourselves to the front of the grid. My name is Mohammed, and I'm joined again by Yusuf and well I mean this episode is going to be mainly discussion we're going to have a few like uh, talking points to just generally chat about and then uh, as I mentioned in the intro we've designed our own tracks which we're going to talk about i have no idea what yusuf's come up with and he hasn't seen mine either so we'll do you have seen yours because you're just drawing it but as in like i haven't really... sort of you kind of saw it but we haven't <clears throat> spoken any about it so we'll see how that goes have you been tired tired and uni hasn't started today's my first day and i'm tired imagine this is your first day yeah. actually this is my first day as well Oh, it feels like it's been going on for so much longer. I know, right? Anyways. Well, uh, quickly, news catch up and that. This is probably like a coming out a bit late, but at time of filming, the Haas has just launched. And we're getting sneak peeks from like Ferrari, Mercedes, a few others. What do you think of the Haas? It looks like from like, like if you look from like the top, it looks exactly, pretty much exactly the same as like last year's car. Yeah. Like, if you look from the front, like, it looks different. From the top, it looks exactly the same. I actually think it looks nice. Like, like besides the livery, I don't like the livery. That's the thing. I never okay. liked the, the Haas livery. You like the but shape? But the, the design of the car, I actually think it looks nice. It looks different. That's the thing. It looks quite different to, like, the car we've been seeing, like, the one from last year. It's basically been the exact same car for, like, what? For, like, three or four years now. It's boring. It's been a even, couple years, but like they've even, made it even worse. from like twenty sixteen, it's been like pretty much the same car. Like the difference is very small. Like oh, you mean big. it's right? Yeah, yeah. But like as in, is this is the first kind of major overhaul in like a long time. <sighs> like the, like when you go back and think of different cars, I think like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. After that, they've yeah. pretty much been the same. Like, Until twenty like seventeen, yeah, when yes. they made them wider. Yeah, but I'm talking about as in like when you look at the car, they still look at Proper, it. Yeah. If yeah, the car yeah. is a bit wider, you're not gonna realize it's a bit wider. I guess so. I just I think I don't like, like it. I like the concept car. The F1 concept car is nice. The Haas one, I don't. I'm not a fan. Of. I think like the the side area, like the sides of the car, look a bit kind of weird. That's, all that's of it like, looks weird to me. Like the front angle looks weird. The side angle looks weird. The maybe top it's just angle the photography. Like, it might it's be, but even there, then, like the photography is probably bad. <laughs> But oh. even then, like, the livery, I'm just not a huge fan of either. Oh, no, I never liked the livery. I used to like, like, the gold and black one. That was yeah, that was all right. They had better liveries know. back in the day. And, uh... But let's not talk about the company, though. Yeah, we don't want to chat too much about that. <laughs> and, uh, I guess, what else happened? Lewis Hamilton has broken his silence by posting he's once back, on Instagram. No, he's posted, like, he's been on a run with, um, Oh, yeah, he's been on his Instagram video. story, yeah. So, so he's back. Lewis has come. He's, yeah, he's basically confirmed he's driving next year, which... We all knew it was going to happen. I think everyone, like, whoever said Lewis is going to retire, I don't think knew Lewis. As in, like, I don't think, like, Lewis is a type of driver that if he lost it this way, would just be like, yeah, I'm leaving. Like, rage quit, you know? Like, I don't <laughs> think he's the type of person to do that. When you put it like that, yeah, it makes sense. Like, other, other drivers, I think, would have done it. But I don't think he, like, in this position, obviously you have to think about his age as well, like, he's not young. Like, if it happens to you and you're, like, 28, 29, 
you're gonna keep going on because like yeah that's what doing. made it but seem he's more like, realistic he's so it's a good excuse for him to go like. yeah so I yeah I don't think Lewis is like if another driver is in his place you could say like yeah I see him re- retiring like maybe Fernando but I don't nah, know Fernando will never leave he's not quitting he's, no, he, he, he's gonna stay the only reason I say that is because he retired after like McLaren like he had that bad oh, yeah, few bad yeah. seasons so I'd see him like if he had like ended this way I see him just rage quitting like just based on like that stuff to be fair other drivers never went through that tough time so you can't really tell like say Sebastian you don't know would he would he not it's kind of like you can't really tell but with Fernando he did leave but to be fair it took him three years I think it was like three years in McLaren where they were uh, yeah three I think where they were just they were horrendous so that was oh that was awful yeah the 70 place grid penalties and stuff they had an awful time but yeah just to uh, round up the new segment We've got um, a predictions episode coming soon. Yeah, it should still be soon. Or it's come out by now. Probably not. We'll see. Uh, And we're going to do that on, hopefully, either it's being filmed or it's going to be live at the URN studio here at the uni. So if we get that sorted, that'll be pretty good. We're going to do some creative predictions, I guess. And also, I'm planning to... Mazepin is going to win the championship. (laughs) That's a highlight, just just, just prepping you for us to come. I mean, yeah, we'll discuss that too, actually. Because he's clearly got it in him. And <laughs> I've, uh, I'm organising something on social media to do with our last, our last episode. No, no, the, not the previous one, the one before, the, the basic explaining F1 I've got here. A thing coming out to do with the radio show about that as well. So... We're gonna get onto the discussion section. Your mouse is on the screen. There we go. Right. My first question. I came up with the first few on my head, but then I actually, uh, the rest I just went through Reddit to find. So we'll go with the first one. I think I actually found this one off Reddit, but I forgot to say who I found it off. You get to remove three tracks from the calendar. Which ones are you taking? France, Mexico. Actually, let me get the calendar off in it. Monaco? You'd get rid of Monaco. I'd get rid of Monaco if we keep these cars. If but we, still, like, you'd drop No, them. no, if, if, we, if we had the older cars, I'd keep Monaco. With these cars, it's just boring. Okay, no, go down, go down. Let me, let me check. Let me okay. check. Go down quickly. That's testing. Okay. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Um, yeah, Mexico... Like, I get, I, I, I understand. Like yeah, I get rid of Russia, to be fair. Oh, okay, Russia. France, Mexico, sense. Russia. I think, I think Russia's worse than, Mo- nah, Monaco's worse. I get rid of Monaco. Does purely, purely keep- on, like, like the, not, not on the occasion, on the basis of, like, the race itself. Well, like, yeah, you would do, but, like, yeah, the but Monaco, occasion Monaco's gives it the reason to be on the calendar. Not really, no. Have you ever watched a race? Have you ever watched well, a yes, Monaco race? Yes, of course I have. Yeah. It's boring. It is, but it's... You spend, like, it, what, two hours to. just sitting there crying, like... <laughs> and, please... And you know, like, what's going to happen? Like, the fact that Lewis won with those tyres just says everything. Oh, right, about yeah. Monaco. See, that's the thing. If, if, the, if the cars were smaller, I'd have it because of the occasion and because it's, like, a great race. Like, yeah. it's a good race, not a great race. 
But as in, in terms, now it's just, it's qualifying. Monaco, if you get qualifying and you don't hit your car in the wall like Charles, you're going to win. Like, realistically speaking, much, yeah, yeah. if you're in a house, you're P1, it doesn't matter who's behind you, you're winning. Like, if you can drive well enough. It's a good, but then at the same time, though, like, it, um, how do I put it? It kind of helps in a way. Like, think, so if Lewis, Lewis or Daniel, both of them years, 18 and 19, if it was easy to overtake them, the race would have been done instantly. Max would have no, but it would have been interesting because then Vettel could have challenged him. He wouldn't have challenged him. He wouldn't have just. He would have just gone past him on the straight, and that would have been it. No, Vettel was behind. Yeah, so I mean, Vettel would have challenged Max. Max, what you mean, Daniel? No, no, Max, because it was Vettel, Max, Lewis. Was Vettel that close? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. But either yeah. way, what I'm saying is like the fact that it's hard to overtake almost gives it a thing in itself. Yeah, but now it's impossible. Oh no, yeah, now it's too hard. So it's no, not no, like now it's not too hard. Now it's impossible to overtake. Yeah. Like literally in the past few years, how many overtakes have there been? Zero. Four. Yeah, uh, not, four, even four. yeah not even four. Not even four. Like, like you can't count the one where Charles like like tries to overtake and then he just gets stuck. Oh, that was so funny. That was so funny. You wouldn't tell, like, he's driving a Formula 1 car. It's like, you know, like, bumper cars. They do steer, like, boats around one of those, to be fair. But, like, yeah, no. Like, like I think the, the most telling stuff. thing is, like, when Verstappen tried to overtake Lewis, and you could see, like, his car is just... It's too big. Like, you can't... There's nothing to do with it. I don't know. I feel like, so... 2008, I keep it. Now, no. But but realistically, I get rid of Russia before I get rid of Monaco. So final answer would be France, Mexico, Russia. France, Mexico. I mean, I, I really keep need Monaco. you to define France and Mexico. Those are. I told you. I told you last year. Like, ah, Mexico's gonna be good. I was like, Mexico's gonna be boring. Mexico's always boring. Like, no, no, it's gonna be good. And then I didn't think it was boring. gonna be that bad. Was I thought it was gonna. Yeah, boring. it was horrendous. Oh my god, France is always just boring. Yeah, France fair, is dead, you get rid of France. To be fair, the Netherlands is quite dead as well. The, the Netherlands, Netherlands, the only thing that's well. good about it was that... Like, I think that's the, actually the best race to go to as a fan. Probably, yeah. Like, it, you feel like you're actually going to a party now, race. <laughs> but as in... Oh, I think Abu Dhabi's on the list to get rid of That's what I mean, so looking but, at it but, now, but, like, but, I'm very close to getting Abu, rid of it. Abu Dhabi this year was actually quite interesting. No, not for the occasion. Just purely because the actual track was... I mean, oh, yeah, the new layout does make it... You know, purely because of the new layout. Actually... But I would remove it from being the last race. Like, I put it, like... Oh, 100%. Yeah. I put Brazil the last one. Because yeah. Brazil, like, you don't need to make up stuff like Michael Massey was doing to go to a last lap thing. Brazil is going to rain anyway, so you, like... Yeah. That in itself just introduces so much unpredictability. You don't need to make up fake stuff. So, the next part of this question is, what would you replace those tracks with? So, three tracks that aren't on the calendar that should go back on. I want... Which ones are they enjoy? You know, I actually want Vietnam on the... Like, I know we have a race there, oh, but I want, yeah, I yeah. want that race. Back. I saw a video about that quite recently, about how it's just vanished. Macau, Macau, you know the Macau Grand Prix is quite interesting. Is it's, that one they do in the junior one? Yeah, they always race there. It's actually always very interesting. I'd have that. It's like a street track, right? Like, that's interesting. And South Africa, probably. I don't know what that looks like, but just an African South track Afri would be nice. Yeah, but South Africa is actually a very good track. Like, South Africa is very good. I'll take your word for it. I say 
I'd quite like the Nurburgring to be honest, something in Germany. Like the Nurburgring, I can't remember how good the racing was, but I just like the track. I want, I want something with like a massive banking. No, Hockenheim was dead. I'd have, I like like, I'd have the Nurburgring just because of that massive banking. If they keep that banking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if they keep that in, if they remove that, then it's... Like, see, Monza should have that massive banking, you know, like they used to have. No, that's way too much. That's got to be way too much, right? They okay, maybe not, not that. They would not like, survive that. Maybe not that. No, like, Formula 1 cars can go upside down, so they'll get enough down. Well, yeah, no, they will, but there's no way that they're going to make contact and stuff. No, and also, the, the biggest problem is how do you clean up debris and stuff and all of that. Because it's just going to fall <laughs> Imagine the safety car. <laughs> there's a safety car, he's going round, he just falls off. Yeah. Poor yeah, kid. I'd say, like, all the debris is going to fall down, so it's going to be fine. Eh... Maybe not, maybe not, know. maybe not as extreme as Mon- uh, like uh, sorry Monza, but like say half the angle, so like, or closer to the Nurburgring. That's still quite yeah, a steep yeah. one, but not as steep as. To be fair, it's it's not just steep; it's steep and it's massive. That's the biggest problem. Yeah. yeah. So but if it's that. just if it's that steep, but it's not that massive, I think it'd be fine. If they cut it in half, so it's like a car and a half, so you can't actually like overtake in that area. Oh, I think that'd be very good. Cool. I'd bring Malaysia back, to be honest. Oh, I forgot about Malaysia. Malaysia. Was Korea any good? I thought that was before one time. It wasn't. Just, okay, no, I ditched like, ditch, uh, Vietnam. Because we haven't raced there, I just I ditched Vietnam. I what put Malaysia. India. Malaysia in, uh, interesting. India looked quite cool. I don't think it was that entertaining, but it just looked nice. But I think that's because Sebastian was just too good. Or like his cool. car was too good. Even. <laughs> the elevation changed some of the corners. Like I feel like it was quite nice. The Indian one. Yeah, yeah. There's quite a bit of elevation. The yeah, there's quite a bit of elevation change. I'd say Malaysia. I'd take Malaysia over it, though. Yeah, no. I'd take the Macau Grand Prix over it as well. Because the Macau Grand Prix is actually very, very interesting. Not with these cars. They'd have to be much smaller. Because it's a street track, so you'd need it to be a bit smaller. And you don't have, like... I'd say the last one in South Africa, I really want to actually come back. But... Yeah, that would be a very... very so, as, like, a track. specific three, what we got in Macau, Malaysia, South Africa. Yeah, probably. Alright. You don't know anything about South Africa. That's the thing, I don't know anything about You're just going along with it, yeah. Okay, the next one is, there's been a lot of talk recently, and with the new season coming up soon, has Drive to Survive actually been good for F1? I know one of my friends, he he got into F1 because of Drive to Survive, and he was complaining that a lot of F1 fans were complaining, not complaining, they were hating essentially, like he received a bit of hate, yeah, because there is a bit of like superiority with like. Ah, you came I'm, in yeah, yeah, yeah. from like Drive to Survivor. I don't like that. Like, I don't like that. Like, I find it funny to be honest. Um, but it is a bit harsh. I think I think it brought a lot more attention to the sport. Like, I think everyone knew about F one, but like, not everyone watched F one. Now a lot more people are watching F one because it's like, ah, oh, the sport is way more the way the sport is way more entertaining. I think now people have realized everyone I I've known who's watched the last race. They always say that, you know, no sport has been as exciting as that race was. Yeah, you said this to me last time and like, someone actually said that to me now, like quite recently. Yeah. So, so I'd, say, it, yeah. I'd say that's good because it actually introduced a lot of people to that side, to the sport and stuff. I'd say it's also bad in the sense that it, like Michael Massey feels forced to, you know, like take it, like create drama where there's that's, no drama. Yeah, that's, there's the negative side. The, the first thing is the, uh, the divide it makes between the fans where it's like... There's basically the, the split between fan bases isn't Max versus Lewis or something else. It's before Drive to Survive and after Drive to Survive. It's massive. The difference. So, is yeah, I would it's, also say it's like, a bit rough with that. 
they're letting like I don't know if it's Drive to Survive or Michael Massey being incompetent. Like it's one of them. I think it's more leaning towards him just being like bad at his. Job. It is, yeah, but also at the same time he came in after Drive to Survive times. Yeah. Sorry, so I think that's not fair. So you see, I don't think it's fair then to kind of grade him on it in a sense. Yeah. It could be just because he's bad and rather than Drive to Survive as the reason. I don't see that's the thing. I think if like we had a really good race director, like Charlie, I don't think we'd have these issues now. I we wouldn't have the racing and stewarding kind of issues, but yeah. do you think we wouldn't still have the I think the fan stuff is still good. Like yeah, the fan stuff as well. It's way more respectful before Drive to Survive. Like after well, Drive to Survive people are just like Oh, like like they basically look at Max and whatever he does, nah he didn't do anything wrong, he's great. If he's a Lewis fan, Max is always wrong even if Lewis is like the one who's actually wrong, you know. Yeah. And so I hate that, I actually hate it. It makes actually like going and like looking at any post online just disgusting. Bro, it, it's just it does, hate. Like, honestly scrolling through Reddit to find some of these later questions that we had made me wanna die. Like <laughs> it was so bad. Like oh, I dunno, like one minute it's like a anything that praised Lewis would just get hated on like completely and then any mention of max at all would just have like full-blown attacks at his like character his personality yeah i don't go over the top like it was uh, i don't know it was a bit mad but i feel like we were almost going there anyway i feel like once the next generation of people became f1 fans it was gonna happen so Nah, maybe, yeah. DTS, I feel like, accelerated it. But. Yeah, a lot. Like, a lot. But, yeah, you can't, I don't think you can just blame the, the show for it. Well, it's there. So, what else is Liberty caused, though? Because that's what I was going to say, yeah. So, outside of um, the race director and stuff, you said Charlie would have got rid of some of the problems that we have yeah. now. There's also that, other things that he couldn't control, though. Like, uh, the, the calendar stuff. Oh no no! So like around having Abu Dhabi last, like he can't. No no, he doesn't. Have, I think like even with that stuff, it still would have been fine. But I think like the big issue is like the the on track stuff, like the driving, the issue with like uh, stuff like like you know Abu Dhabi, Brazil, um, Saudi stuff. Like if you eliminate that stuff, I don't think the calendar is as much of an issue. That's a good point, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, that makes sense. Like, it doesn't really, like, obviously you're going to have dead tracks, like, Abu Dhabi, you're always going to have dead tracks, but, like, that's just going to be, like, that's always like, going to yeah, be Yeah, it was the season finale when he was in charge, and exactly, yeah, and it was fine, as it's, much, it's yeah. still okay, like, like, you have that Lewis and Nico battle, but then, like, you Lewis, he's really closed it out quite quickly, you had, like, interesting, was it 2014, I think? Yeah, it went to the end of 2014, yeah. yeah. So it was, it, was, it was a bit interesting. You got a few interesting races. Yeah, true. 20, I guess the... 2010 as well. Oh, yeah, true. But that's the thing. So, like, I guess if it goes... If the driving... So what you're saying is, which I kind of agree with, yeah, if the driving is good and if the stewarding is done well, no one really cares. Yeah. Like, cause everything else is just... People, people will still bicker. People will yeah. still be like... But it's still, it's not going to be as bad as this year where it's like... You know, when Max crashed, it's like, oh, Lewis is trying to kill him and like stuff like that. Like, the, the accusations that came afterwards were, like, he's trying to kill him, basically. Yeah, uh, it was... Yeah, I don't The thing that. is that, oh, uh, yeah, I don't even want to get into that. But, yeah, you're completely right. It just goes a bit over the top. 
we'll move on to the next one before we get too much into that. So just another question that I came up with basically like an hour ago. I was talking to uh, a mate who's a Max fan and I'm not sure the impression I'm getting from Max Verstappen right now is, you know, he's happy with his title. This is obviously all he's ever wanted, which is the same for all the drivers. He's achieved everything that he wanted. But it's it's reminding me of Rosberg mm. or maybe even someone like Kimi where sure he's not gonna retire tomorrow but at the same time do you almost see him becoming like a Kimi or a Vettel where he he's got his championship and he still drives aggressively and he's still trying to win and he's hungry and all of this stuff but he kind of fades into the background a little bit sort think- of like how he was earlier in his career I think you you see definitely see the difference between like say like when he won it and like other people, and you see like the difference in like hunger between like. He's still celebrating it now, whereas most other people will be kind of on to the next one. Yeah, like yeah, he celebrated exactly. it onto I won the second one now. Even the way he spoke was, I got my first one, and this is all I ever wanted, and, you know. He said everything beyond this is a bonus or something, yeah. which is. Which doesn't strike me as like the correct, like if he, the right mentality is this isn't enough, I want more, rather than everything's a bonus. Yeah, it's um, it's the kind of thing you'd say on the first day when you win it. Like, you know, this is what my life has led up to. Yeah, yeah like, not like a few weeks later. Yeah, you don't do that like months after on the start into a new season. It's a bit, I'm not sure, it's just giving me, so the way I worded the question was on the scale of Alonso to Kimi, because, you know, Kimi, he stayed around in F1, but... He, he wasn't the same. And then Alonso, you give him like a, I don't know if, what's an awful car company? Trust. If, <laughs> nah, like a road car company. Like, if know. Fiat 500, if, know. not even just Fiat, no, but if Fiat, if the Fiat 500 turned into an F1 car and they said, we're entering an F1 car for the 2026 regulations, Fernando Alonso, do you want to drive for us? I think he would say yes. On a 5% chance that he could win a championship, he would fully just go straight in. So on the Alonso to Kimi scale, where would you put Max in my head? Because I'm thinking it's not that surprising now to see him leave with just one championship. What, what did your friend say, the Max fan? What did, what did he say? I think he'd probably reject it. I'd like, like, ah, this isn't true. He, he did it first, but I kind of reworded it because initially I compared him to Rosberg. But he didn't agree because Rosberg retired. So I was like, no, I meant sort of more like Kimi. And he, he sort of agreed, but at the same time, he wanted to be like, no, but he's still going to be aggressive and fight and stuff, which I get because he was aggressive and stuff in 2016. And I know he didn't have a championship, like, capable car at that point. But he wasn't... I don't know, I feel like if Red Bull fell back to third again and stayed in third for the next five years... He'd stay with them. I Yeah, I, I don't know... As, uh, I, I think this is where you see like the difference in mentality between like a, a serial winner and just like someone who's gonna win it once or maybe twice over the course of his career. Yeah. But maybe it might be just mind games. Like he might be just doing that in the press. But maybe. But he doesn't. Max doesn't strike me as the sort of person who. I was very confused when he said that. Yeah, I thought he'd be going out like if there's another exactly. the next dominant team, he'd be hopping on it. He's ready. He's no, 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 in that sense, no, in that sense. But as in, I thought he'd never be satisfied with with one. Like I thought his aim would be like break, like like if say Lewis wins the eighth, 
that would be his goal is break that record. You think so, yeah. Especially because he's got the perfect opportunity. Like, he's yeah. been raised by an F1 driver. He spent, you know, most of his childhood or some of his childhood or whatever around, like, Michael Schumacher, Mick Schumacher, whoever. He's, he's been, like... Mick is the one who can't drive. Michael's the one who can't drive. He's been Confusing sculptured. Him. He's been sculptured by Jos Verstappen to become an F1 driver. And he entered F1 at 17 years old. If that doesn't scream the next record breaker, like he's got the perfect opportunity, so I think he should really go for it. Yeah, I think over um, probably most other people, like he's been in F one for six years. How was he like twenty four? Yeah, six years, six full seasons. So next year is is seven. Sixteen, thirty, fifty. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's he's only he's only just turned twenty four. It's ridiculous, yeah. Like this. So by the time he's thirty, he's thirty, uh, thirteen years in. And Lewis has done what? Fifteen. Fifteen years. So he's he's got a chance here of winning. That's what I mean. Yeah, the number of seasons he's gonna have on everyone else. Like if he, he doesn't even have to do an Alonso and go way past his prime, to end up beating the uh, the record for most number of race starts. Like how many? But the question is, is he gonna be able to keep up his performances for that long? So because like question. like Fernando basically after he won those two championships, he was good. He was really good. He came close to winning a few, but he never he never won. Yeah. And so like you could say Vettel came close to a few, but he never won because he just lost that edge. That's just that's kind of your prime. Once you're off your prime, you can come very close, but you just lose that kind of killer instinct for you know that last touch. I see that happening, yeah. Like, he comes close a couple times with misses out. I mean, that should have been what happened last year, but we know what happened. But it'd be it's interesting to see his kind of mentality actually going into next year, especially with the car he has. Like, if, if Red Bull have a really good car, he goes out winning and stuff. If he wins the second, is he just going to be like, just going to flop and just go nowhere? Or maybe he wins the second and be like, you know, this is actually possible. I could go on and win eight. True, yeah, maybe if his mindset changes. But, if he wins another one, his mindset might change or something. But you can also look if Red Bull come out with a bad car. Is he going to stay or is he going to leave? He could leave and it could go horribly wrong, or he could leave and it could go like Lewis, basically. But it's the intention, though. I guess that's... So the answer to our question would be if Red Bull produces not a great car next year or for the next couple years, if he moves, clearly he's proving he's still got the hunger. Like Daniel Ricciardo's move completely failed. But it proved that he's still hungry and trying to win something. Obviously, he hasn't won anything yet, but that's what it is. If he just stays there... He went to Renault. <laughs> Renault, Renault are sending dreams. They've finessed it. They've actually finessed it. They've got Daniel. They've got Alonso. Hype merchant. merchants. <laughs> we'll see in the predictions if anyone's... Someone had said that about Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. And it just came to mind. Fuck's sake. Right, well, we'll move on to the next one before we chat about... We don't want to be chatting about Manchester United. But who have we got? Okay, so uh, do I even need to? Uh, I'll do it anyway. So I was scrolling through Reddit, and I found someone who posted asking for people's unpopular opinions, which happens like every year, and it, and it gets like two k upvotes, which is ridiculous. But anyway, I'll just pick out the interesting ones I found. First one: Does Albon actually deserve a second chance? Like. Should he does he actually deserve the Williams seat in comparison to other drivers and the younger talents on the grid and stuff? If you say it that way, does Nikita Mazepin deserve a drive? 
that's oh, that's a good point. No, if, but if, no, no, if, we, establish, if we establish F one isn't fair, then we can kind of discuss from there. Essentially, I get yeah. I get why they chose him over someone like uh, other drivers, like probably Oscar Piastri or whoever else, like could have possibly gone into that seat. I understand why because. He's driven in F1, and he did very well with Toro Rosso. Like, he was performing very well. And he, the only, realistically, the only time he underperformed was with Red Bull. And, yeah. and with Red Bull, essentially, everyone said that car was undrivable. Pierre Gasly struggled with it. He struggled with it. Sergio Perez, who's been in F1 for, like, 10 years, struggled with that car. And it's actually, like, the car this year is, like, they essentially, they solved all the critical issues that the car had. Yeah. And Sergio Perez still struggled, like a lot of the car. So the question is, is it really his fault? Because the car basically, the car has been designed fully to suit Verstappen's like driving style, which obviously like putting in three super talented, like like you can tell Gasly is very talented, Sergio Perez, very talented, very experienced, and Albon. The three of them can't drive it or can't like produce results. Yeah. It's obviously not there for at that point. Like you've got enough data to say, okay, maybe the car is actually being very weird. True, I think Sergio Perez as well, like, shows that even though the car is so much better this year than it, where it was last year, he couldn't like he that one win he won was because Lewis pressed on a wrong button basically. He didn't win out of oh, right. yeah, pure yeah, performance. Yeah. yeah. In Silverstone, he spun and got out. Basically, every pretty much like most of the races. He's useless. That half until Turkey, yeah. yeah. No, no, like the only races you can go back and say he was useful was uh, Azerbaijan where he took points, full points from Lewis because Lewis pressed on that button. Yeah. Uh, Turkey where he held up Lewis. And the last one is the last race where he held up Lewis. Did he not do anything off the... Oh. No, the rest he did of the well in... Was, no, but like he's doing... He did well, well in the other ones. Like Mexico, he got P2, I think. Uh, USA, he, he got third, I think. As yeah, well. but like... At that point, you're supposed to be getting P2s like consistent. Yeah. His car is so much better than, like, you could say the Red Bull for most of the beginning of the season, the car was better. For like three quarters, uh, three quarters of the season, the car was better. And yet he couldn't perform at all. And I think it says a lot that Carlos Sainz jumped in the car and he adapted very quickly to the Ferrari. That's the thing, yes. Yeah, so Whereas Carlo, uh, no, Sergio Perez, sorry, couldn't, he, he couldn't cope with it. Should we expect drivers to be able to adapt quicker though? I think this one, everyone's on kind of like a, an even playing. So everyone's going to be bad, but it's degrees of bad basically. And one person is just going to be like very, very good. Uh, true, but two, I mean, two. that's the thing though, but you always need to be able to adapt your driving style. Yeah. Like, that's just part of the game. But I, I say Albon deserves a second drive. I think especially if you look at it from like, a, like the team's perspective. You get a driver who's experienced in F1, he performed very well in a small team, he's got experience in a big team, he's got experience in uh, relaying information to the team, uh, oh, based yeah. on the car. The experience of the car. Bull and stuff's going to be very helpful for them. That stuff cannot be underestimated. Nicholas Latifi, to be fair, like his race pace has been getting much better than it was like, like previously. Yeah, but I think Albon, if Albon doesn't go out and destroy him this year, then Albon needs to leave. Is Latifi even improved that much? I feel like Latifi's like, you know that one kid in a school where they're like, I don't know, let's say like, 
I don't know, the first day of school they throw up and, I don't know, rub it in someone's face. And then the next day they throw out a chair at the teacher. And then the third day they just scream like three times. And the teacher goes, no, well done, Nassie. You've had a great day. Solid work. What so school it's did you go to? No, but do you know what I'm on about? <laughs> do you know what, what I'm on about? Though? Did you They're like, oh, no, yeah, good job. Well done. You get to like uh, go out for a day. Uh, and I don't know, you get to go to like Thorpe Park or something. You went to some weird school. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying though? Like you reward, you don't reward, you're not rewarding good behaviour, you're rewarding an improvement from a horrific standard already. Yeah, but like in his first two years he was in a Williams. He got destroyed by George. But you have to say George is extremely talented. Like he's never going to be that level. Like he can Yeah, be like, no, yeah, he's not going to. Like the most he can be is a midfield driver. Um, but when you look at his like, like junior formula career, it's actually quite impressive. He, he jumped into Formula 1, did okay, and this year he had a car where he could potentially compete. And he scored yeah. quite a few P11s, P12s, scored points a few times. Uh, I swear, was he third? He out-qualified, he out-qualified uh, his teammate a few times at the end of the season, which says a lot considering like it's, it's George Russell. George Russell yeah. out-qualified Lewis Hamilton in a Williams. So, Lewis is in a Mercedes, a seven-time world champion, and a Mercedes, the second, arguably at the time, the second best car, and he's in the third worst car, if you say like, uh, like Alfa Romeo and Haas are worse. So, third worst car, and he out-qualified him. So, like, the fact that Sorry. Nicholas Latifi could out-qualify him, that says a lot. So, like, following the chain, Latifi is better than Lewis, which makes him the greatest world, <laughs> the greatest driver of all time. No, not that much, no. <laughs> you only I qualified Russell like two times. But, well, yeah, I think I think it's, it's it's not fair to say like... Um, no, I think he deserves a second chance. I think I feel bad for the other drivers. I think like Nikita Mazepin shouldn't be in F1. Like you, see, you can see why Albon's in F1. Yeah. You don't see why Nicholas Latifi... Uh, sorry. Um, Nikita Mazepin's F1. Like someone like Guan Yu Zhou... The only reason he's in F1 is because he paid basically money. But yeah, like, he shouldn't re- realistically be in F1. Like, so I, he's yeah, been in so Formula 2 for so long, but like other drivers are much better. Like You've got Robert Schwartzman, Liam Lawson, you've got uh, Oscar. Oscar Piastri won like Formula 3, Formula 2 back-to-back. Yeah, we spoke about this. This should make him and a then, very special driver. Yeah, and then now he's, he's off for a season. I, I reckon that I reckon that end of next season, he'll terminate his contract with Alpine. And go to Williams. Whoever they'll get rid of Latifi or Albon, he'll jump into that car. That is a good prediction. To be fair, yeah, I do see. Because Williams, that makes sense. Williams, uh, Williams need a new like young driver, and if Albon, Albon needs to go. If Albon goes out and destroys Latifi, they they no longer need yeah, Latifi's money. True. So they can afford to have a young driver. That this is it makes sense why they didn't risk it because Latifi is not like a dependable kind of first driver. So with these two, they're kind of experimenting this year. Do we have like a dependable first driver that can Latif- teach us? Because if Latifi beats Albon, he's been in the team for long enough to become that experienced number one. Not really, but... Yeah. No, no, sort of. It's sort if of, he's, yeah. If he's way better than Albon... If, he, if, he, if he's way be, better than he's Albon, scores consistently, then like points. Yeah. Then yeah, I'd say like, ditch Albon and get like Oscar Piastri in. But if that's the case, then Albon does not deserve a seat in F1 again. True, yeah. So I guess like the fact that he has a seat like for a second time around, I think that that's very lucky. Because most people yeah. they they're very unlucky with teams. They're very unlucky with like team bosses and stuff like that. 
they leave and they're just never allowed in again. So it, they disappear very, very the Formula or something. Yeah, like what's his name? Uh, Ayrton Senna's, I think it's Bruno cousin. Senna. Yeah, oh, he's not nephew. Bruno Senna. Is it Bruno Senna? Bruno Senna, the one who raced yeah. for Williams in like twenty twelve. It was a bit before that, but um, he came into Formula One and just. That was Bruno Yeah, just disappeared into the unknown, basically. No one knows he exists. That was tragic, to be honest. Yeah, the Pascal Verline as well was meant to be all fine for now. He, he He's doing, like, and he's not even doing that well in, like, Formula... Uh, Van Dorn, bro. Oh, Van Dorn's the name I haven't heard. Van Dorn was competing for Formula E, too, yeah. But he, he lost it to Nick DeVries. That's, that's the thing. Did he actually? Yeah, yeah, so Nick DeVries. He was, he was, he was, Nick DeVries was in, the, in talks for the Williams seat because he's a Mercedes driver. Oh, yeah, bro. He's Formula E. I think he, he, I don't think he won Formula 2. I think he was quite close, but he never won Formula 2. But he was in that tough, like, wasn't it George? It was George, he had Lando, like a, Albon. Yeah. Like, he was in a very tough, comp- like, like, if he came fourth, it was it's still impressive. But, uh... They, they, I think what trumped it was Albon's experience in Formula 1. Especially, I think now they're thinking of like, I want a steady ship for next year because of the older new regs. And then after that, we can get in some new kind of talent. After that, you can literally just get rid of Albon and, and Latifi and get in Nick and Oscar Piastri. I wouldn't specifically do that because it's like very turbulent. But plus Albon, Albon Latifi, like the, t- like the team, like dynamic would be quite good compared to say like um a few others maybe people uh, other people in yeah it's not get a worse combination. we'll move on quickly to the next question which i don't know i haven't really done much research on so we probably won't be able to spend too long on this but vettel and ferrari had, came very close well not very close but they had very good chances to win the championship in 2017 and 18. vettel's driving was questionable most times and Ferrari's strategy was a bit awful who would you blame more realistically because people love saying Ferrari bottled it people love saying this was the start of the end for Sebastian Vettel like who was actually I think it's a bit of both you have to kind of put like blame on both like this year for instance I think Lewis would have performed much better if Mercedes didn't screw up their strategy so much but you can also look at it and say like Lewis made so many mistakes this year. Yeah. They were very uncharacteristic of him. Also, like, the mistakes are very uncharacteristic of, like, Mercedes. You can say the same with Ferrari. It's literally the exact same. Yeah. Like, so I'd say it's a bit of both. I don't think you can really blame one. Like, so fully you blame lean one. more towards one or the other, like, to say? I'd say, besides, like, the only thing that comes to mind is, like, Hockenheim. Yeah, I but guess. But other than that, like Ferrari made quite a few mistakes. Vettel, excuse me, Vettel made that one big mistake, but otherwise it's. I guess it's tough. I don't know. Personally, I feel like I almost want to blame Ferrari slightly more just for the. I'm assuming the atmosphere wasn't exactly great. Like, I, in, just in my head, I know I'm kind of. This is a bit of. It's I a bit am, beyond bl- what we I'm know. I'm blaming Ferrari, but that's that's. What but I'm like, I'm just thinking, like, I don't know. After he bottled Hockenheim, that's still like what just after the summer break, maybe just before. So there's still plenty of time left. I'm pretty sure at this point as well, he'd. This was after he'd won at Silverstone as well, and the points gap was fairly small, relatively. 
either way, even if it was big, there's still half the season to go. So, I don't know. I, I can't see how they didn't. I feel like Ferrari weren't very supportive at that point. I just kind of see it where they'd already... It was the start of it going... The relationship <coughs> just yeah, deteriorated. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I do think it was more like that. I don't think we can really... We'll skip over that one, yeah. All right. Uh, I'm not sure. Do we do this one? No, just go on to the... We'll skip it. All right, so we'll get on to the main part of this episode, like the bit that we're actually trying to do, which is we have designed our own racetracks. So... Okay, I, didn't design, I tried to design a racetrack, but I, like one just kept coming to mind, so I have just alterations. Okay, alright. So we are billionaires, we are Herman Tilker's sons, and we are here to make more Tilker drones, but the good kind. So I've got a few questions about our tracks, and then we'll get onto it. Do you want to go first? We'll let you sure. go first. Yeah, sure. Okay, do you have like a picture of the track or something I can get? No, I'll put, I'll put the picture and then we can go name, location, and then we'll put like... Okay, we'll, okay, we'll start with the details. All right, so do you have I a forgot, name? I forgot, I forgot where we're at. I chose a country. Which country did I say? <laughs> I forgot say. which country I, I told you. Oh, oh, I think it was like a... Set, was it like... Was it, was it was like a Central African one, I swear. Was it? I think so. Uh, was it, struggle was it South American? I don't know. I think it was South America, was it not? Oh, you Netherlands, to... Netherlands. Okay. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Fair Netherlands because of the fans. I okay, all right. So we'll start off with okay. So your track, your track. First of all, every track needs a name. What are you gonna call it? Yusuf. The track is just called Yusuf. Yeah, Yusuf GP. <laughs> it's my track. So it should be. Yeah, but like, there's no, like you know, uh, are you not gonna have Yusuf like F one Grand Prix? Like this, like you've got to have like a nice long title to actually no, these are the names of so that's the name of the event though. The Yusuf GP would be the name of the event. Yeah. So do you have it's like a name track, of the actual so it's circuit? My, my name. I'm just coming up with the name right now, so it's named after me. <laughs> okay, alright, we'll go with that. So we'll go with the Yusuf International Circuit. <laughs> no, no, I'm just joking, I'm just joking. It'd probably be like um I didn't think of a name too far. I didn't, I didn't, you didn't tell me to think of a name. <laughs> I did. Uh, so I'm assuming you do not have a nickname then? No, I'll probably be like the, I don't know. Okay, just, do you want to, okay, the next one is location, so do you want to go yeah, just the define where it is? Okay, the Netherlands, it'll be the same, same place as like quite close to where, um, Zandvoort. Yeah, Zandvoort. The only reason is the Dutch fans, like, I think if you look at like the race, the race is boring, but as in like the fans, it was the best race, I think, uh, like, the past, especially because of COVID and stuff, but, like, it was the best race in terms of, like, the atmosphere, like, the fans looked like they were having a great time. I'd say if you put a great track there, everyone's happy. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, it's a good decision. I, I like that. Like, I would have I would have loved to put it in South America. Like, I'm not lying. Like, uh, somewhere like uh, Argentina, maybe. Or like say oh, put yeah. like a South African one, like an African race or Madagascar, something like that. That would have been really cool. Like by the sea, that that would be really nice actually. But like that's very difficult for fans and stuff. So, so, so you've gone sick, for the atmosphere. Okay. Uh, so yours, yours, <laughs> it's going to be interesting when you see mine. But okay, so you've gone for a good atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, what do you reckon the uh, the length will be like uh, on the scale of so, uh, six miles? Six, how long even is that? So, how long is Spa? What's six Spa? Is it six kilometers? Spa's six. I think kilometers. Spa's seven kilometers. Okay, then it's six, I think it's 6.4 kilometers. 
six four five. So it's, mm. it's quite long. Yeah, like it's, yeah, it's pretty long. long. So in terms of the calendar, like the shortest ones will be like Austria, Brazil. It's, it's like one of the longest ones in the track. So you'll go okay. So you'd be up there like top three longest tracks in the calendar. Probably. Yeah. What what kind of lap times? Just as a random guess. One forty probably. Okay. Yeah. One thirty. One forty. Not too bad. I'm okay, trying to, I'm trying okay. to remember. I can't remember. I'm guessing. Right. Do you want to get it up now? Because the next one's number of corners. Or you can get it up if you want. Just go, go, yeah, go down. Go open that one. Go down. Oh, it, oh no, it's not on here, is it? It is. You have to go up a bit. Up a bit. Is it Miami? Don't no, no, up Miami. a bit. Up a bit. It's at the very top, actually, because this is the next one. Yeah, it's right there. Oh, it's not. Oh, you. <laughs> the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. Oh, bro, bro. that track is the best track, bro, honestly. That track is oh. beautiful. It's like, I don't get They built that for two seasons, bro. That track is so nice. Like, I know I used to say, like, I, I said a lot of stuff about the Saudi track being like safety and stuff. Like, and I said a lot of stuff, but the track is just. Track I should have seen that coming. No, yeah, I should have seen that I coming. told you as well. Like, I thought you'd get it when I said it's one of the longest on there. Like, I dropped a few hints and you just. It's because it's new. I don't know about that one, right? Ah, uh, so you're fully okay. Oh, I should have known. Yeah, you always go on about how much you love it and stuff. Okay, all right. Fair enough. Is it gonna? No, that's not it. Where is it, bro? Is it not saved? Hold on. It's in downloads, I think. No, I saved it to the right folder. Oh, it's gonna look ugly. Oh, it's fine. I can zoom out. So this is your track layout. Everyone has seen Saudi. It looks much better on the phone. Okay, that's fine. So the number of corners is like what twenty something. Twenty seven. But I change. I make the track a bit wider, uh, just because it makes overtaking a bit easier. In terms of I, like, that if you're going down the, the tighty section, tight sections. If it's a bit wider, you can actually overtake and stuff. Um, I, I still keep the barriers quite close though. So like I keep the barriers where they are, but I just like move them, like make the track wider. Yeah. And then the last corner, I put like a massive banking there. Oh, so that's gonna be your banked corner with the. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's not too bad. I can see it working. Yeah. And so I it's... add a bit of elevation gain, like as in, so the track goes up, like from, like so the back part of the track, the track is going up. And then you go around like the banking, come down, and then essentially from like you're still up, and then you're just going down essentially as you go into like the the straight, and then the right, um, left, right, essentially. Oh, so, turn one. That, so yeah. the pit straight is going to be like yeah. this. Yeah. That's going to be mad for the pit crews. <laughs> Imagine the tires are just rolling down the hill. You'd just be going like down. That that would actually be very interesting to see. That would look quite sick to be fair. Yeah. I don't know it's about not like slanted, like pit, <laughs> slanted like, pit lane. But like, as in like, it's a small gradient, you know, like where, yeah. where there is elevation gain. I think it would look really nice with like the wee and then it's going downhill. Because they get yeah. a lot more speed going. Yeah. Be good images. Yeah. So the next question, what else do we have? Okay, so elevation, sectors, DRS, that's fine. Okay, so the architecture though, what are you going to do differently realistically? I think it looks really nice. So you're gonna keep the exact yeah, same yeah, buildings, yeah. the paddock, like all of it. No, like uh, like if I'm that rich, I'd just like spend much more money and like make it look really nice. But as in, it looked any... quite nice to be fair. So it did, but I mean, 
I really like the fountain and the middle stuff. Oh yeah, that did look nice. To be fair, you need you need to change like the like. To be fair, if it is in Holland, like the there will be a lot of fans like sitting there. Like Belgium, you don't need stands. People just sit in the countryside. So it's it's kind of similar. You just need stands around the track. Be a lot easier as well because you don't have the sea right there. But I really like the pond in the middle. Like, so you'll have was to creative. increase the capacity somehow. Yeah. But I'm rich, I'm a billionaire, so it's fine. I put, I've actually questioned the capacity, but I actually don't know how. It would be ridiculous. How many people went to Zandvoort? Do you want to guess? Like, um, hundred, no, 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 like 20,000 probably. 20,000? COVID, COVID, COVID. No, 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 there's no way. No. 100? I don't think it would. I think it would. I was going to say 400k, but. No, no. No, right, Zandvoort F1 turnout. That's an overestimate, bro. How do we find how many people showed up to Zandvoort F1? Fans. Fans. Number. Technical difficulties. <laughs> Please bear with us. Wait, 70,000? Told you. Nah, 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 nah. Was it only 70,000? Yeah, There's no way they made all that noise of 70,000. That's why I'm saying. That's, that's why you have a race in the Netherlands, bro. That is... That's why nah. it's so great. Imagine that's just 70,000. Imagine if it's like 200,000 people. Bro, that place would literally like, it'd be like a, you're having like a thingy, uh, like an earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, and it's, you have no. to explain, your turn. You have to no, it was not 70,000. That's insane. Bro, wow. explain your track. No, wait a sec. Hold on. I swear I've got more questions for you. Okay, yeah. Where on the calendar would it go? Um... It'll be the last race of the season. You take the last race of the season spot. Yeah, because like the Netherlands is quite like the the weather can change quite quickly. Yeah, but surely it would just snow or something. That'll be fine. Like I'm rich, so we mid December. I'm rich, so we can put like warmers underneath the tarmac. <laughs> Sounds like Bernie. I swear Bernie said he's gonna put spr- sprinklers on the track. He oh. said that at some point. Yeah, he said he yeah. to make it rain or something. Oh, December is a bit like weird, you know. That's um, what I'm saying though. But that's the thing, like, it's, uh, it's it's fine. I'll put December. All right, and the last thing is... It's the, okay, we can move the calendar. The, the t- Like, basically, the like the whole calendar ends in September now. Why? What is your... I'm have rich. Like, I can force the sport to change. And would you still have, like, 23 races on the calendar? Yeah. But it would start earlier, obviously. It wouldn't start at the same time. So when would it start? Of, like, 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 January, basically. So that's the one. It's the same thing, but... Oh, okay, yeah, that's the same length. Oh, okay, fair enough. But it ends in September because, you know, I'm so rich, I can force them to do it. Well, of course. Surely that would mean, like, the first three months of races would have to be in, like, the Middle East. <laughs> okay, and the last one is, uh, Saudi obviously had some incredible, like, drone stuff and then, like, fireworks, and they did all of it with the flares and stuff. What kind of stuff would you have as your uh, after-race ceremony? I'd do exactly what they did, but, like, you know, I'm rich, so I spend a bit more. <laughs> Alright, because they're well-known for lacking funds. So, yeah. okay, uh... Bro, they're poor, bro. I'd be very rich compared to me. So, right, uh, here's my track, okay. So, the name of my track, we'll see whose is better, is the Autodromo Gran De Niro. I feel like I copied that from somewhere. I copied Autodromo because I like the sound of it. It's Spanish for racetrack. Gran De Niro is Spanish for big money. So it's the big money racetrack. You literally went on Google Translate like, I literally <laughs> doesn't sound cool, doesn't sound cool. No, ah, no, 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 no. Cool. 
It was the first thing I came up with because Autodromo, I wanted it to be Autodromo or something. And I was like, well, what else are you going to call it other than Big Mohammed, Money? Mohammed, nah, Mohammed. that's boring. Autodromo Grand Dinero is the Big Money Racetrack. My name is better. You so GP is much better. Sure it is. Yeah. All right. The location, I have decided to put it in Thailand because I wanted it in like a East Asia kind of area. So I've gone with Thailand. The lap time could vary. I do feel like Nikita <laughs> Mazepin may not even you just make finish a lap. No, I'm interested. Well, yeah, of course I did. Yeah, well, I went. I went with two minutes ten, but it, it probably should be longer now, considering how long I want it to be. The number of corners I counted is fourteen, which is you know just middle of the way, maybe a bit short. On is the it a power focus uh, track? No, 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 no. Obviously, it's, it's like there are no corners on the track. No, it's, it's still not. It's straight lines. You will find out how it's limited. It's it's a. So I wouldn't consider it a power circuit. Actually, with the uh, I'd say there's a lot of importance on the power unit, but it the power output isn't necessarily the way you're thinking of it. If that makes sense. Okay. Are there a lot of long flowing corners like Saudi basically? Well, so let's find out. <laughs> let's let's find out. You're drawing. I want to see you draw. I've already seen. So I like, have drawn this on paint. Where is it? Now isn't that a beauty? Where is it? Yeah, you can see it. So the start-finish straight is this bit here. That's the start-finish line. And then you go clockwise. So I've got a China level turn one. You know how they go like all the way around, like in China. So I've got Just about... so Lewis, you know, can't win a championship. <laughs> sure, yeah. So I've done the China turn one. This is literally all just copied of China. Then they come up here. That's the end of sector one. They have an S section because every good track has copied an S section from somewhere. And then they have this long right hander here leading on to the first of the three DRS straights where you go around. Long banked corner here around the corner. Do a quick 180. Fast left hander to lead on to the second huge DRS straight. It should be like the longest one. And a swift 90 degree corner How to lead you back on. How is this not powerful? That thing is now there's a reason. <laughs> there's a reason. The main thing about this track is, it's going to be... Oh, wait, hold on, it's not working. The main bit about this track is that it's going to be like one of these. So the reason it's in Thailand is because it's going to be one of them cliff-edge tracks. Well, no, I say that as if there's one before. Actually, Basically, it's going to be like one of these. So if you imagine, I've based it off... Oh, that's what I was going to Google. Wait, hold on. This actually sounds quite nice. I have based it off uh, a few things so if you imagine like a you know those islands that they make in the middle east where they just make man-made islands imagine that but they scaled it up so it's like in the end they shaved all the sides off so the track's just going to be stood there by itself and then the edges are just like cliffs and stuff i also wait hold on <laughs> uh we sports shut up, shut up. wait wait we no no hold on hold on hold on we sports <laughs> In my head, yeah, in the shower. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah, he came up with this in the shower. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. <laughs> hold on, I'm hold actually on. very hold disappointed. On, hold, on. hold on, wait. Where is it, where is it, where is it? Yo, there it is. The second thing I based it off, the first one was the man-made islands. The second one... Where's my mouse gone? It's still there. Where? Oh. The second thing is this. So you know how like in the, the Wii Sports Resort 
platform for swordplay. So that's the track, and then off the edge is just cliff. And then look, they even have grandstands as well. So, that, <laughs> that is what I've based my track off. Whoops, let me bring it back. I'm just disappointed. So, here's the track. So, that's what it will look like. What happens if a car, like, smacks here? It's just, that's the, the point. Dead. So, here, let me, let me just keep... <laughs> He's let dead. me just keep going. So, the inspiration for this track was... It's all about letting them race, really. So, you've got to let them race. Also, everyone complains, you know, oh, I love Monaco. Monaco's a great track. Oh, it's a driver's circuit. If you make a mistake, you're in the wall. No one likes to run off areas. Bro, if he makes a mistake, yeah. he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> He's not in the wall. <laughs> that guy's dying. He's just <laughs> flying. <laughs> it's still better than Ronald Farrakis. Bro, listen. Look, everyone's seen the car park circuits. Everyone's seen the runoff areas. Tell me where the runoff area is. Yeah, but like, exactly. you need, like, he's going No, down. no, listen. <laughs> it's all part of the plan. Look. <laughs> so. El plan, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I've got this track. It's been inspired. It's all about letting them race. Everyone loves Monaco because, you know, if you make a mistake, you're in the wall. So this one, it's, it's high risk, high reward. I thought you were going to say like Saudi to because, it. you know, like, if you make a mistake, you're actually in the wall in Monaco. Okay, well, yeah, Saudi as well, you know. Saudi is much better really? than Monaco. I mean, sure, yeah. So, bring it back to this again. This, but literally <sighs> off the edge of the track, cliff. So... Elevation changes, I don't even need to talk you about You know the name doesn't changes. actually make sense since it's in Thailand, right? Yeah, but it's big monies because I got paid big monies to make it, so it's fine. It's all about me, it's my big monies. Anyway, so <laughs> the elevation... <laughs> so when I said about the engine and how it's not going to be reliant in the way you think, the altitude is obviously going to mean it's engine dependent, but they're not exactly going to be trying to go 200 miles an hour. Down yeah, because he's gonna, he's too scared he's gonna, <laughs> like, not smack and get hurt. He's, he's scared he's gonna fly off and just go like, Wee! I should have changed the lap time to like five minutes probably. Yeah, you, know, you know, like you do like the bumper cars where you're attached to the top. Oh, yeah, you yeah. The cars, like, if he goes off, you know, like the car's he's got just a hiding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. See, that's a good yeah, I didn't think he's, about it. He's dragged out of the car and the car just goes like, <laughs> Well, it's goes, all part of the budget. <laughs> there goes 15 million pounds. <laughs> that would be so good. Does, so, not, does anyway. not sound realistic. Mine sounds realistic. Listen, sounds like yours sounds realistic because you copied a track, bro. You took a realistic track and you copied it. No, I anyway, it. The architecture, so as you saw, the Wii Sports has got a great way of doing grandstands, so there's that. But also, There's no space for that. <laughs> but also, if the cliff edge is like around the edges, the inside bit could be safe for grandstands. So you could put all the grandstands on the inside of the track. That's going to be uh, very difficult to build out. Listen, when you've got big monies, as you kept saying you're a billionaire, you can do all this stuff. So can I, so it's fine. The capacity is, I mean, I'm assuming... That's not realistic. It, I, I'm saying 100,000. I feel like 100,000 people would show up. Bro, you thought it might actually thought 400, be 400, 400, <laughs> You thought 400,000 people went to Zambor. I don't trust your estimate. Uh, okay, I might sell like four Just tickets. Just quarter, quarter that. No, 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 Like, yeah. It's either a hundred thousand or it's four people. Like it, it depends. <laughs> yeah, four people. Oh, no. <laughs> four people would be able to actually go to that race. They would. Nah, you got. Where's the Where's the pit lane? There's no space for the. The pit, pit lane would go no. inside. <laughs> There's no There'd be a separate cliff for the pit lane. It's fine. <laughs> you know, like if one guy just goes to smoke on the side, 
And I'm like, ah, bro, what are you doing? He smacks him. The guy just goes, ah! It's like smoking kills anyways. His own thing. So how would it help with a taking? Well, here's someone. The someone went out for a breath, a breath of fresh air, <laughs> and just someone smacks him on the back. Hello, guys. It's the freshest air, bro. The freshest air. You know, when you're up in Thailand, the freshest air. So how will it help with a taking? First of all, no one's overtaking anyone, bro. There's the thing. So we true. won't even need Massey. It's fine. We get rid of him. We don't need a race director. If you, <laughs> the technique for overtaking is perfect now. I've set the rules up for overtaking just by making the track. If you want to overtake, go down the inside and just do the Max Verstappen. You'll help break yourself, run your rival off the track. He yeah, goes flying off a cliff. Kill the guy and you win. <laughs> exactly, bro. Exactly. That's how it works. Okay, I think, I think this is enough. This you, is enough. <laughs> I'm not trusting no, this. What do you mean? No, no, no. This is, you can't this. argue that this is not a good... I want to keep it on this one. This is the perfect F1 track. Anyway, where on the calendar would I put it? <coughs> uh, I put after the summer break, but I just realised I think they probably have like a rainy season it's after a rainy the, summer. Season yeah. in the summer. So we're gonna have to go with like December probably. So which means I could take the final. <laughs> I could take the final race of the year. My race is much better. I might go with the first actually. To be honest, I could go with the first race of the year. I might go with the first race which, of the year. What has always been the first race? It's normally Australia, but it's Bahrain this year. Oh, right, yeah, because Australia, they're being very weird them. with COVID and stuff. I'll have it. I'll be the first race. I reckon the trophy as well would be like an outline of the track on like a... It would just be the cliff, like it would just be a sculpture. I thought you were rich, so you're going to make like a big one, like the um, like the British GP, like the gold one. No, I'm not trying to make a weird, like boring looking trophy. I'm going to have it so it's like actually just the track, so it looks like You should have one like the French one, like that monster one. Oh no, that one's so weird. No, that looks so tight. <laughs> How's that a trophy, man? No, that's awful. And then the after race ceremony, I mean, it, it depends on how many people survive. But, but <laughs> no one is going to survive, bro. It's going to be I like reckon <laughs> the Hunger Games. I'd do like an RAF like plane show, you know, like how they do Thailand. The race. Exactly. They're going to shoot them down because like, <laughs> enemy airplanes, enemy nah, airplanes. Nah, nah, nah. You know, like all the countries now are banned from having military aircraft fly over the races. They actually. Yeah, the only country that is allowed to do that is um, the UK because technically. The Red Arrows are not part of, uh, are not like a military squad. Like, they are a military squadron, but not an operational one. Because there's just a show one. So they're okay to do it, basically. But everyone else is banned from it. Well, big monies, I will make sure it happens. Because then I'll be the, <laughs> it's one okay. of two tracks. Just, so if you bring fine. the Red Arrows, it's fine. They're British, so they'll, like, apparently the British people control that one. So they'll let it happen. I, I'll, no, I'm sure they'd be up for that. Especially when they see this track. You won't be able to pass on this. So, I mean, that's Thank about it, God to be it's, it's done. It's that's done. about it. <laughs> it's done. Well, let us know whose track you prefer, I guess. <laughs> that's scary, bro. People are actually going to die going to that race. It's, it's just, you've got to let them race. Well, no one wants let to them race. If, <laughs> it, if it rains, if it rains, they're not stopping, bro. Like, if Nikita Mazepin is driving that, <laughs> bro, the guy's just going off the edge, bro. More seats, bro. <laughs> he just spins. He spins and he goes. Like, I know he's not that good, but he, he, don't let him die. <laughs> it's all for our we entertainment. Should, we, should, we should end it here. You right see now. the season. You see the episodes that would come out in Drive to Survive about that track. Yeah. It's top quality stuff.
Yeah, we should end it here. <laughs> Just like when everyone's still alive. <laughs> before this actually, like, still someone sees that and tries to copy the idea. No, no. If they do, I've got to get the big monies for it. Because it's an incredible oh, idea. It's a terrible it idea. It was quality stuff. Terrible idea. And terrible I can't idea. wait Honestly, to see it on the calendar in 20 years. No, you're not. So. It's not, it's not going to be on the calendar. <laughs> like, never, bro. You see the way Netflix is going now? I give it 20 more years, exactly. Maybe even five. It's not going to be Formula 1 by then. It's just going to be an eSports thing. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. They'd make no, it not eSports. eSports. No, I mean, like yeah. Formula E, basically. Yeah. No, it would be eSports. They'd be all virtual. Like, the drivers would be wearing VR headsets doing it. So then they could use this. That's actually... All right, no, yeah. With that said, we're actually going to end it there. <laughs> just just before just before my point gets destroyed <laughs> before Yusuf quickly thinks of anything uh, thanks for watching or listening uh, I actually forgot to say this last time but if you've somehow watched to the end of any of these videos we have a nice little fresh end screen on the YouTube videos which we put out uh, inspired by my little brother actually he helped make them so Mustafa actually helped me make that and it actually looks pretty good I'd say so I just wanted to mention that. Uh, we'll be back next week with something. The predictions. Maybe. Yeah, because yeah. most cars will be out by then. That's a fair point. Okay, yeah, we'll probably do predictions. Sick. All right. Thank you for watching and listening. Give us a good rating and like all the stuff. And yeah, see you in a bit.